0: Hello and welcome to season two of The Smart Chiropractor where in 30 minutes each and every week, we break down the mindset and the strategies you need to build and grow your practice. If you'd like to catch up on season one or see all the additional tools and resources we have available, please visit thesmartchiropractor.com. My name is Dr. Jeff Langmaid and I am co-hosted here with Dr. Jason Deitch. And today in episode one of season number two, we're talking about automated sales. The five things every chiropractor needs to know And let's start right there. What does automated sales mean?
1: Well, it started off where we really really revolutionized uh, automated marketing with our sort of smart chiropractor membership program where, uh, so people understand the context of where we're going, uh, we automated chiropractors' Facebook posts, their Instagram posts, their YouTube videos. We automated their weekly email newsletters along with what people refer to as automated email campaigns. So when every new patient would come to an office, an email address would be entered into our system, and then a whole series of emails would go out, totally customized by each doctor, created by us. So if they like what we built for them, they just go, yep, do what the smart chiropractor said we should do, And then for those that have sort of their own creative ideas and wanna modify that in some way, they can do that. So, social media, email. We also stream complimentary content to their in-office videos, their screens and their reception areas and so on. So, all of that really revolutionized the concept of automated done-for-you content marketing. That's not the same thing as done-for-you discount advertising. It's really automating what we call the Teach and invite consistency principle, tick. TIC, T I C, teach and invite consistently. That same principle applies to selling anything. And so the feedback that we got was you know, people loved the automations to drive people into their practices. And then chiropractors started saying, well, wait a minute, you know, I sell supplements and I sell pillows and I offer these other products to best serve my patients. You think when you create all that stuff to get them to come into the practice, you could then create the stuff that's gonna get them to want the things that I recommend, what we summarize as a doctor's favorite things. Um, and that's really sort of the second code we're cracking, is we can automate your content marketing for your practice, now it's let's automate your content marketing for your online store. So when it comes to what you need to know, um, that was your question, right yeah. um, so th- there's really a whole series of different things to think about when you 're talking about automated sales. one, what are you selling and why? Um, you know what is a doctor? We think of them we 'll say it over and over again as our favorite things. I think a lot of doctors sort of get lost by you know what we've what we 've heard known as sort of shiny object syndrome uh, some charismatic guy or, you know, really attractive woman or, you know, somebody goes, hey, I got a way you can make some extra money. If only a few people bought this thing, you could, you know, times X amount of people, look how much money you'd make. But much of it doesn't have to do with being relevant to, you know, the message they put out in some cases. Much of it doesn't necessarily have to do with the demand of their current patients coming in already. Uh, And it's really difficult and hard to deliver those things. So a lot of chiropractors have not sort of taken off with this idea of having an online store, Um, and it has to do with all of these different elements. I don't know if I hit all five, but it's, you know, like we say, content and consistency. Then it's understanding, well, what should I be selling? You know, is it what I think they should have? Is it what they already want? Is it what they're buying anyway? And we've created a formula around how to automate that whole kind of decision-making tree and process. Um, And and really, that's what automation is all about. It's what's the goal you want to achieve, whether it's attract more new people, or whether it's to serve your patients better. Because, I mean, every chiropractor we speak to, we see them in our private group all the time, they all have, every chiropractor has patients or people coming in, asking them questions not just about the adjustment, but about their lifestyle, about what other things they should be doing in addition to this doc. Um, and usually the question is in this form of, what's your favorite thing, yeah, what stretch, thing be, yeah? product, supplement, recommendation? Uh, and so basically what this real series is about, and this I think really new opportunity for the profession, we can break that down in a lot of different ways, is it's all about understanding how do we continue to automate teaching and inviting consistently, starting first and foremost, I think, with my, you know, my, the chiropractic care that I offer, but then following that up with automating and systematizing the teach and invite consistently principle so people can also learn about a doctor's favorite things they recommend naturally and regularly. The automation part I think comes in, and where the success of automation comes in, is that instead of doing it reactively, Like, oh, when somebody asks me about a pillow, when somebody asks me about tape or supplements or whatever it may be, then I will respond. What the automation allows us to do is really sort of put that message out there automatically. So those people that either knew they were interested just go, thank you, you read my mind. That's exactly what I wanted to know. So smart of you, doc. Uh, And other docs are going, Oh, wait, that's really smart. I do not even think of it that way. But if you can do all of that for me, I know that's what my patients are looking for. And that's really, I think, sort of the the confluence of this automated done-for-you marketing concept. It started off with building chiropractic practices, bringing people in who already know, like, and trust you, already want your version of chiropractic care, not just anybody's version of chiropractic care, or worse, The last chiropractor's version of chiropractic care that is radically different than your version of all those messes we don't have a tendency to clean up, we just kind of go, oops, oh well. We can now sort of put out the right message for the right people to want the things that we both offer service-wise in our practice, and now we can extend that into wanting your favorite things as a doctor.
0: I'd love to break down some of the some of the nuance in that because it's 2021. We've seen that there's just an unbelievable appetite for health and, and fitness, and people are interested. We've seen these different brands, you know, supplement brands go direct to consumer. We've seen, you know, some brands that are started by doctors that would become unbelievably big. And we know that people are looking on Amazon all the time for stuff to improve their life. So when we talk about automated sales, I'd love for you to break down automated sales, e-commerce, online store, is there a difference? I know we're gonna be breaking down these terms, utilizing them to a certain extent interchangeably throughout this season uh, of the the Smart Chiropractor podcast, but how do you view e-commerce, automated sales, and online stores, what's the difference, if any?
1: Yeah, it's a great question, and I think it's important for everybody to sort of break down you know, kind of what we're talking about. So let's break it into a couple different categories. You know, most chiropractors have heard uh, doctors like Joe Mercola uh, or Josh Axe and a whole variety. And that's just within sort of our realm. But, you know, skincare they've got like Dr. Paracone, you know, CoQ10's got the doctor from the doctors. And, you know, there are doctors that become celebrities. um, And they're not celebrities because of their singing and dancing and, you know, entertainment. They're celebrities because they teach and invite consistently. And so... Doing the consistent part over time really has them build a following and an audience. So that's one form of you know e-commerce. I think that really is kind of a model for chiropractors. Or I could say all kinds of health professionals. You know, if you have knowledge about what people should be using, taking, buying, reading, watching, learning. Then you arguably could and should be teaching those people. Now, granted, you know the question becomes: Well, why haven't they been doing that now? The answer is: Some are, most aren't. Why? There's not a CPT code for it. Uh, you can't just go. Uh, here's an office visit, which is for some people hard enough to charge for as it is, uh, and then also start you know selling other things. Um, And then you get into all the mechanics of the technology, and the website, and the sales tax, and the ordering, shipping, returning, stealing. It becomes an unprofitable waste of time, if not nightmare. Uh, And very few doctors have been able to successfully do it without doing what Axe and Mercola do, which is hiring a massive team just for that. Um, And they started, they had the benefit of starting early enough that they were the ones that were sort of had the first mover advantage. I think that's where we can go when we talk automations, but just to lay out e-commerce and sales, that's sort of one version of it. On the other side of the equation, uh, you mentioned you've got uh, product companies. You see uh, one example, Dollar Shave Club, although it's you know, not health related, it's beauty related, it's you know, razors, but the concept is, how do you take a product and sell it directly to consumers? And they're doing that in medicine now. So there are companies like HIMS uh, and HERS, Uh, Companies like Roman um, and a whole variety of sort of direct to consumer products that actually have a national network of doctors who can get on a telehealth consult, prescribe the drug that they then buy directly from the company. It sort of flipped the whole concept of doctor recommended on its head. and so it, that that proves that there is demand for many of the different things that people ask chiropractors for. There's just, people are spending billions, maybe even trillions, Paul Pilzer wrote the book, The Next Trillion, because the wellness industry, this non-pharmaceutical healthcare industry, the things that contribute to promoting my health is to be the next trillion dollar industry, beside food and pharma. So, What we've sort of been watching happening is we see either brands and or specific celebrity doctors really seizing the opportunity to do what we should be doing as doctors on a day-to-day, case-by-case, person-to-person basis, which is answering the questions of the people that come to our practices who ask questions about the things that are within the realm Right? We're not talking crazy things like, well, what about my car and what about my home? No, we're talking health and health related, but everything doesn't have to be about an adjustment or I'm not interested. Um, and so I think we err on the side of um, you know, being too specific and exclusive and don't serve the people who count on us, that want our unique philosophy. They don't wanna to go to a doctor who's just gonna go, oh, let, let me prescribe this for that. What, else, what other prescriptions do you need? And then have the rest of us as a profession go, well, this is ridiculous. How come everybody's taking drugs? Answer, because they're the ones who are teaching everybody that drugs are the answer, and they're the ones prescribing like crazy these drugs that they want for the relief we should be teaching them how to get. Um, so that's just sort of the general landscape. Uh, and then I'll just add to that, You know, it's not e-commerce, but there are plenty of people buying stuff at Costco and Target. You got brands at Target now, supplement brands that pretty packaging, cute branding, boom. They're multi-billion dollar industries when they're selling, selling the same commodity, repackaged in a new and unique and different way. Uh, and if you just add to that concept, what I wanna make sure everybody's hearing, which is really the concept of subscription. You know that, Dollar Shave Club and these other multi-billion dollar brands become that way because they're smart. And what, that, what I mean by smart is they recognize that there are certain products like supplements, uh, like razors, <laughs> like soap, uh, that people don't buy once and never need again, but they buy consistently. And they don't have all of the self-conscious fears of like, I don't want to look like I'm being overzealous and trying to actually sell them something, they go, listen, let's make your life super easy. You need this supplement, you need this product, and you're gonna need it consistently for months, years, maybe decades to come, who knows. So instead of doing what everybody does, which is we'll sell you a bottle, and then when you've gone through it, and when you've delayed long enough because you don't wanna look stupid or go for another appointment or spend more money, then you'll finally get around, if, if at all, to refill it. Um, like going to the gym or the health club, if people had to pay per visit, they'd have a very different outcome than if they joined the membership and want to use the membership because they know that they're going to have to keep, keep access. This new concept of, of shifting, selling into serving, I think is the future opportunity for our profession using these new types
0: of tools that clearly there's a massive demand for. So what have been the biggest hang-ups? I think we've probably all, you know, familiar with at least some of these big, you know, direct-to-consumer, D2C, if you ever hear D2C, direct-to-consumer brands, HIMS, HERS, Rituals, you brought it up, Ali, what you're seeing now, in Target, et cetera. Uh, Some of these have shifted more to retail, but many of them still have their sweet spot in online sales, e-commerce, you know, commerce taking place online think of that initially a lot of times in terms of amazon but they're sort of the you know they're sort of the 800 pound gorilla right they sell everything and they can get everywhere but that doesn't mean that there's not incredible opportunity in specifics in specific uh solutions to people's problems so i think a lot of docs listening are probably familiar with like okay i probably bought some stuff online what have been the biggest hang-ups where so many health professionals haven't been able to translate these things they're, you know they provide that service inside their practice, but that's the only way that they've really been able to gain any traction from a revenue perspective. And I love what you're touching on with consumables, right Things that are you know are not one-time purchases but that ultimately are consumed and then need to be purchased again as part of a healthy lifestyle. But what's been the big hangup with health professionals with this?
1: The, the biggest hangup is it's hard to do. Uh, and up until recently with some, a few technology breakthroughs, um, it's been not only hard to do, but even if you knew how to do it, it doesn't become profitable because of how hard it is, meaning how labor-intensive it is. Uh, it, the old-fashioned way, I'll say up until recently, up until now for that matter, uh, you know, and we, we could break down in more detail, but you know, overall, number one, you got to know how to set up an online store and, and keep it set up. Number two, you've got to know the right merchant processing. And that's been a big deal for chiropractors. Unlike just about every other industry, products can sort of pay affiliate commissions. So all you gotta do is you know go, go buy that and then you get paid. You can't do that in healthcare. Doctors cannot do that. They can't recommend or refer to someone and then get what's known as a kickback or a referral fee for that. So there are some certain uh, mechanisms, technical mechanisms that the doctor has to do the sale to keep things clean and kosher in almost every state. I know there's a few states like, oh, I can do that here, I can't there, but to to generally teach something that applies nationwide, let alone internationally, uh, the doctor needs to to, to handle the sale. Well, if that's the case, then it becomes really difficult because the doctor has to have their own store and merchant processing. They have to do their own ordering, their own inventorying, their own return, own customer service, their own shipping, drop shipping, returns. And if you compare that with getting one more new patient in your practice that has an average case value of a thousand to three thousand or more dollars, it's hard to say, you know, hey, it's a really good idea to sell more bottles of supplements, when if you just put the effort into getting one more new patient and you're already doing all that work, it's hard to sort of justify the lack of profitability based on the way it used to be. And the reason why I think we're sort of excited to bring this to the profession is because literally as of now, technology changes the entire equation. It's like you couldn't do, Amazon couldn't do what they are doing now 10 years ago. The technology didn't exist. Today it does, right? Everybody's got one of these. Everybody's connected to the internet. Everybody's got Prime at this point. And you know, for the most part, know that when they go to their doctor and their doctor makes a recommendation that's not a prescription drug, but a product of some sort, Amazon's making all the money because we are not going to that next level and going, not only here's what I recommend, but here's my favorite version of it, and here's a link to go buy it at my store. Couldn't be easier, and by the way, we give you the best prices because we don't want you to have to shop around and we don't want you to overpay. Now, as a consumer, not as a chiropractor, but as a consumer, Uh, That to me sounds like the way it should be. I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, I went to the dentist a couple weeks ago and at the end of the visit she goes, you know, there's some stuff going on in your molars. I'd really recommend you get a water pick. Okay, doc, which one? What's your favorite one? Cordless, not cordless. Uh, Do you have a certain brand? Do you have a certain model number? Do you, what should I get? And here I am wasting her time asking all these details, when she should have been cleaning somebody else's teeth at this point, and if, like, if you're gonna suggest it, I'm gonna go do it, which one should I get, where do I, and what she should have done, and that was the aha moment. I'm like, what I wanted, to, and what I did say to her, in fact I says, you should be able to send me a link to your store so I can buy the water pick you recommend at the best price because you care enough about me to go that extra step. Now I gotta figure it out, I gotta go somewhere, I gotta decide which one, I hope it's the one she recommends. That's not serving me, that's actually confusing me. So it all depends on how you look at it, but instead of Amazon, Costco, Target, Walmart, instead of them making all the money all the time, why not go the extra mile, provide the service of your favorite things, the doctor's favorite things, At one, think of it as a curated store, Right? I like to think of it as sort of your, you know, your playlist for the things you do for yourself and your family. right? There are things we as doctors know, buy, and do because of our knowledge that helps our, ourselves and our families stay healthier that other people don't know, but they wish they did know. Right. And again, there's no CPT code for it. You don't, you know, There's not an adjustment fee to talk about your favorite pillow. Um, but we are of great service to people when we share that knowledge and that inspiration. And when we can have it done for us, that's the automation part, when we can teach people that this is a knowledge base we have that's unique and different than the customer service rep at GNC or Target or any of these retail stores that just sell it as a commodity, when they work with experts about these things, they're gonna get better products, better recommendations, Uh, and better outcomes ultimately. And wouldn't you know it, we're gonna keep people longer and generate more revenue because they appreciate we go the extra mile, they appreciate the service. And when consumers go to bed at night and lay their head on a pillow you recommended as a doctor, they subconsciously think, thank goodness I can get a good night's sleep tonight. I feel better and sleep better thanks to my doctor's recommendations. When they lose weight or when they're feeling better and they've got a new routine or they learn new ideas, like, wow, the body can heal itself? No joke, all those pharmaceutical ads didn't teach me that, imagine that. And they start having aha moments and learning about things that are actually impactful from you because you go that extra mile or from us because they hire us to do it for them. That's, I think, the future of what's possible. Technology really is what opens up that door to take what was traditionally very hard and not profitable into something that's now very
0: easy, automated in many cases, and profitable as well. Well, you got me excited. I think there's, there's, you know, there's so much to dive into and so much that we're gonna explore on this season, because Docs, I imagine if you're listening or whether you're watching, you probably already have questions how do I do this? How do I think about inventory? You know, how do I make a good decision on what I should have in my store? How do I teach and invite consistently in order to do that? We're gonna break down all of those things throughout this season. And this entire season is brought to you by the Smart Chiropractor. If you'd like to learn more about how to automate your marketing, visit the Smart Chiropractor. Com. And if you want to catch up on season number one, be sure to also head over to the Smart Chiropractor on iTunes, Stitcher, or anywhere where you're listening to this episode right now. Season one is available. Season two is going to be all about automating sales, e-commerce, and ways that you can implement it. We're going to take you throughout this season, each episode, through the mindset, as we touched on today— we were going to get tactical with the exact information and strategies that docs out there need to know to be able to implement this for the benefit and growth of their practice and for the benefit and health of their community, most importantly. So, for Dr. Jason Deitch, I'm Dr. Jeff Langmate. We'll see you in episode two. Bye bye. This episode brought to you by The Smart Chiropractor. At The Smart Chiropractor, we solve the two biggest chiropractic marketing challenges content and consistency. We combine an incredible content library with powerful automation tools to supercharge your marketing. The result? more new patients, more referrals, and more reactivations with automated digital content marketing. Here's what Dr. Mike Marino had to say. The Smart Chiropractor's content, auto-posting, and other tools is simply the best ROI I have seen in 20 years of practice. To learn more and get started, visit thesmartchiropractor.com today.